Hey, Short Rounds, my name is Doug, and this is Doug Loves Minis. I'm in Miami. Why am I singing? Because the acoustics are great, and I'm about to set sail on Parahoy, the Paramore Cruise. But before I do that, let me tell you about some of the movies I've seen. Day 95 of Doug's Movie a Day, The Monuments Men. And as I said in my eight words or less review on Twitter, monumentally dull. And I'm a big George Clooney fan, and Bill Murray, and Bob Balaban, and everyone involved. But this is an old-fashioned war movie, and by that I mean a boring war movie. Getting Doug with High Live at Largo and La Cienega in Los Angeles is happening a third time on Tuesday, March 18th at 9 p.m. Don't tell anybody, but one of the five guests smoking on stage will be none other than Joey Coco Gumi Diaz. Schedule permitting. Largo-LA.com, discount code GETDUG. Did you see me last night on At Midnight on Comedy Central with my new best friend Will Ferrell? Well, I watched his movie Megamind on day 96, where he plays the animated title character, the villain of the piece. But it just didn't, I don't know, I just, it didn't, I didn't, I didn't mind it, but I didn't mega it. For a hilarious Will Ferrell-voiced character, look no further than President Business in the Lego movie, the best movie of the year, still. Oh, and also I lied about Will Ferrell. He did his bit on At Midnight, and then he left. I, I barely even met the man. Day 97 of Doug's Movie a Day, About Time. When this movie came out last November, I said to myself, I'll wait to see this shit when I interrupt it at CineFamily next year. And that's exactly what I did. It's a romantic time travel movie that's about a nerdy, uninteresting dude who uses his ability to travel through time to trick Rachel McAdams, who seems to only want to play women who are involved with time travelers. He tricks her into being with him, which isn't very romantic, Plus, the time travel rules change throughout the movie. Did I mention this shit's over two hours long? When it's over, when it's finally over, you will say, about time. I'm very excited to sit in on two Master Pancake shows at Alamo Drafthouse Ritz in Austin, Texas on St. Patrick's Day. The first is Leprechaun 2. I think that's at around 7.30. We did Leprechaun 1 last year, so we're moving on to the next one. I think there's five altogether. And then the second movie later that night, I believe at 10 o'clock, will be a choose-your-own-pancake. Bring a movie on DVD, and maybe it'll get picked, and we'll all watch it together and make fun of it. Day 98, I saw a movie, the title of which I can't even pronounce. Sinadoosh, Sinadoosh, Kinekadoosh, Kutidoosh. S-Y-N-E-D-O-C-H-E, New York. I watched it because it's one of the few Philip Seymour Hoffman films I had never seen, and all of his movies are available now on demand, or quite a few of them. And it's from the brilliant mind of Charlie Kaufman, and Philip Seymour Hoffman, of course, is great in it, but it's a hard movie to get into. Uh, I didn't see it when it came out because friends warned me that it was slow and confusing. And I agree with that assessment. It's a challenging film for the actors in it and the people watching it. And Philip Seymour Hoffman's commitment to it makes it worthwhile if you're down for a profound bummer. Next Benson movie interruption is CineFamily in Los Angeles' Jack Reacher on March 20. And of course, I'm trying to get Werner Herzog 
to participate. So if you know him, mention it to him. Day 99, I Netflix A Little Help, starring the ever-adorable Jenna Fisher. She plays a similarly lost soul to her role in The Giant Mechanical Man. So if you only see one Jenna Fisher is a bummed out lady movie, make it The Giant Mechanical Man, not A Little Help. This has been Watch This, Not That, Jenna Fisher edition. I'm doing stand-up at the Slingshot Festival in Athens on March 22nd and Douglas Movies at the Punchline in Atlanta on Sunday, March 23rd at 4.20. DougLovesMovies.com for all my dates and deets and links. And now, here's Bert. Hey, Bert! Alright, you ready for this? This is Next Level Dream and shit, Doug. These are all the dreams I had last night. Last night, every time I had a dream and I woke up from the dream, I wrote down or I recorded it in my phone. And these are all the dreams I had. Ready? Um, I got knocked unconscious at a lacrosse field. I had a dream where I was, it was, it was hard, but I, I knew it was, I was walking down a hallway and I knew that I was dreaming. And then I was like, ooh, like I'm, I really was like lucid dreaming. And I was like, I wonder what happens if I open this door. And I opened the door and I saw a naked body in bed. And I was like, all right, let's pray it's a woman. And then I went to get on top of it and it was one of my cameramen's mic. And I, and then I was awkward. So I grabbed him by the foot and I was like, what are you doing, buddy? And, <laughs> and he was like, did you come here to? Last me, I was like, it's a dream. Um, I had a dream that my cousin Paul died, and we had this big funeral at my parents' house, and my parents' house was bigger, and it had a bunch of, like, old, old, old carnival stuff in it. Um, I had a dream that there was a full body scan machine, much like this foot massager I have, that if you sit on it, it tells you everything that's wrong with you, and all I wanted to do was find out what's going on with my shoulder and arm. I had a dream that I watched a woman die that was right next to the, by the way, that was attached a little bit. That's almost like one dream. But I watched this woman die, and, and then I watched the, the, they were candy stripers, but I know they were probably nurses in real life. They were candy stripers in the dream. And I watched them try to bring her back to life, and they were dancing. Like, they were dancing and getting their energy up like Ray Lewis before a game. And I was like, whoa, that's pretty badass. I had a dream that I ass-dialed my wife's mom through dollar bills. Like, through a dollar bill, if you said a dollar bill wrong, it would call your wife's, my wife's mom. And my wife's mom thought it was my wife. My wife's mom and I don't really speak. My wife's mom and my wife don't really speak. But that was awkward. Um, I had a dream that I was a magic assistant. Oh, this is so badass. I had a dream that I was a magic assistant. And, uh, but it was, originally what happened is I was walking, I was buying clothes at like a Gap. Or no, no, it wasn't even Gap. I was looking for new boots at a, uh, at a, um, uh, American, Urban Outfitters. And I saw this, uh, magic show going on and what it was is they were just basically body slamming tigers and the tiger was were like bleeding out of the mouth and I was like oh Peter's gonna be pissed and he's like for my next dream I need an assistant and so I need a volunteer from the audience and then he called me over and and the thing was like they were gonna put a woman inside a cage with one of the tigers and I was like the tigers are pissed and I was off to the side kind of still in the urban outfitters kind of not and uh and then and then he put the woman in the thing, and I saw that he was messing the dream up on per. He was messing the trick up on purpose. He had like two fingers up, and then, but she thought it was three, and I was like, no, 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 it's three. And then I was like, they started the dream, the the, the magic trick, and I was like, I was like, this can't be happening. And I started running over because I was realized the tiger was gonna kill the woman, and the curtain goes over, and all of a sudden, like I look, and I'm inside the thing with the tiger, and it was like a whole thing is that the trick was. If I saw two, I was supposed to run over, and then I get thrown in with the tiger. And then the last dream I had was uh, that day. 
this was yesterday, by the way. I had dreams this morning. I wrote all these down. I had dreams this morning. I'm going to call, recall, and tell you about. The last dream I had was that I pitched a, it was a meeting in an all, all, all white room, pitching a, a studio, a treatment I had called, um, or a, a script I had called The Silent Treatment. And it was about, <laughs> it was about a couple who were driving across the country and were giving each other the silent treatment. <laughs> there was no words to the script. It was just them sitting in a car. I was like, and I kept trying to sell it. it like, and then the whole thing with the two pitches was like, and no, it's all in their faces. It's all in their faces. You know what's going on through their faces. So we're going to get like the best actors and the best actors will want to do it because it's all in their faces. And then, are you guys ready for this? Turns out the woman's not even there. <laughs> but they bought it. They were like, that is amazing. And then I woke up like in a panic, like, I gotta write that down. And I was like, ah, oh, that's a shitty dream. All right, that's all my dreams for one night. That is yesterday. I don't know what day that is. But those were all my dreams from yesterday. All of them. I'm gonna try to do that to you more. Just remember all of them. I'm back in the dreaming, buddy. I'll talk to you later.